Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 405. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why cars can be a deterrent to your wealth. And you're going to learn why cars are a very big deterrent to your wealth and what opportunity cost really means in this case when talking about cars. You know, lots of people love cars. Cars are great. I mean, they're so fun. One of my friends just got an amazing new Mercedes and it has this really cool like light that you can change on the inside of the car. There's some sort of a, like a disco light. I was teasing him. It was like a blue disco light. You could make it a hot pink disco light. You can make it whatever color you wanted. And it was this beam of light that goes around the middle of the car in the brand new high-end Mercedes. And, you know, it's a beautiful car. I mean, it's over $100,000, but it's a lovely car. What's not to like? So I get it. I get that cars can be beautiful. I get that they can be, you know, a Tesla and have special things available where you can save on gas and all these new technology whiz-bang things. I get it. I get that there's lots of cool things about cars and things to get excited about. And, you know, marketers just do a great job making us want these things. But I'm going to take a little bit of a different tact and talk to you about cars from the financial angle. Because when we look at it from a financial angle, it's usually not a really good idea to get involved in especially new car purchases. I know, I know you're telling me, but Linda, I need a new car because my old car has too many miles and I don't feel it's safe anymore. Or I have to get a new car for my job because I have to keep my image up or I have to look in a certain way or I have to drive a lot of miles and so I need a new car to make sure it doesn't break down. Or you had some sort of change in your family life, like maybe you had another child or twins, and so you need to go get the minivan now and give up the old car, the sports car, whatever. I get it. There's lots of reasons why you might want it. There's reasons why you might need it. I totally get it. All the reasons why a new car is in your horizon, or a new car is, I should say, like in your focus, in your scope of things that you want to spend money on. I get that that could be at the top of your list. But whatever your reasons are for a new car, whether they're really practical reasons like having children or they're just because you want a sports car or whatever, it doesn't matter. I just am going to have you think about it a little bit differently because as your wealth mentor, I've got to bring this to your attention and make you think. I mean, that's really what I'm here for is to make you think about what are you doing with your money and being really conscious about what you're doing with your money because your decisions are going to make a huge difference in whether you become wealthy or not. And that's a point that people really miss is they think, you know, wealth is for the lucky or wealth is for people who did something not legal or 
they or they worked really hard and you know achieved the brass ring there's lots of different ideas about who's wealthy and how they got wealthy but i want you to know that even for just an everyday person just in the decisions that every person makes when you're making a big purchase like a car which is usually your second largest purchase next to your home it's a big purchase it's a big deal and it's a lot of money and so i want you to be really conscious about how much you're spending what you're spending it on why you're spending it and is there an opportunity cost element that maybe you need to be thinking about because especially new cars brand new cars i mean cars just created rolling off the lot suffer a lot in depreciation and that can take a big toll on your wealth like someone i know who's a doctor grosses a million dollars a year but has virtually no wealth accumulated to his name i mean very little considering how much he makes a year and one of the things that he does is he moves a lot from house to house and i've talked before about the cost of moving and how you can pay a lot in commissions loan fees you have to remodel before you sell then you buy the new place and you're remodeling again there's all kinds of expenses that are big expenses that come with moving but also another thing he does is he routinely buys a new car every three years because he loves a new car he always wants the latest bmw and he thinks that you know he works so hard and he deserves that well maybe he does but it's really detrimental to his wealth and if he ever wants to have a retirement account that is going to amount to anything this purchasing of a new bmw has got to change because that's taking a, a big portion of wealth in his case he buys a bmw 650i every three years well the msrp sticker on a bmw 650i is about ninety nine thousand dollars that of course is a whole lot of money let's look at the true cost over time which is what would the money be worth if he had invested it instead we call that opportunity cost the cost that you could actually invest the money at and make money instead of losing the money well when i looked up the depreciation on this car at edmunds.com that's e-d-m-u-n-d-s.com which is a great resource when you're thinking about buying a car and it showed me that the depreciation on a bmw 650i in year one is ten thousand one hundred sixty eight dollars in year two it's five thousand eight hundred thirty seven in year three it's four thousand nine hundred eighty seven dollars in year four four thousand two hundred forty nine and in year five three thousand six hundred twenty seven dollars for a grand total over five years twenty eight thousand eight hundred sixty eight dollars in depreciation now remember that happened in five years and that is roughly almost 30 percent let's call it an even thirty thousand just to do easy math almost 30 percent of the value in five years is gone can you imagine making an investment you invest a hundred thousand dollars in something and then in five years you're given back seventy thousand and you go out and you invest another hundred thousand then in five years you're given seventy thousand back that's what's happening when you buy a car continually when you're buying new cars every five years that's what's happening and like i said in his case it's every three years but let's just look at the five-year number 
And let's just take it, let's give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to go to five years instead of three years in his new car purchases. And let's see what that could actually be invested at and what that could grow to. So using that $30,000 just to make it an easy round number. All right, so that's $6,000 depreciation per year for five years, which he's getting nothing for. Let's see what that would grow to if he could invest that $5,000 and earn 10% in the stock market for 20 years. What do you think that would grow to? Remember, this is money that's just depreciation on his car. It's not money that he's ever going to see go through his fingertips. This is just the loss of value from what happens to a car. It's lost forever. So guess what $6,000 at 10% for 20 years would grow to. So if he was taking that $6,000 every year and investing it for 20 years, did that instead of buying four new cars and taking that in depreciation, that $30,000 of depreciation every five years, what would that grow to? It would grow to $418,380. Can you believe it? Over $400,000. And again, that's not even money that he gets to spend or have anything fun with. That's just depreciation, loss of value on the car just because the car is aging and it's worth less. So do you see why cars are one of the largest deterrents to your wealth? It's just that money just disappears. It's like making a bad investment. But let's talk more down to earth. Not everybody can spend or does spend $100,000 on a car. And according to Kelly Blue Book, the average price of a car was $36,270 in January of 2018. New car prices have increased at double the rate of inflation, almost 4%, and were up $1,360 from a year prior in January 2017. So new car prices are going up more than the rate of inflation, so they're getting more expensive, and the average price car is over $36,000. At Edmunds.com, they had an example already done, so I'm going to use that. It's a little bit more modest price. If you bought a car for $29,873, the minute you drive off the lot, according to Edmunds.com, you've already lost $2,559 just when you drive the car off the lot because you can no longer say it's a new car. Even if you sell it the next day after you bought it from the dealer, you've lost $2,559. By the end of year one, you've lost $5,687. Year two, you've lost another $3,607. Year three, another $3,173. Year four, another $2,813. And by year five, another $2,524. So on that $29,873 car, guess what the total depreciation is over five years? It's $17,804 or a 60% loss. 60% of the value is gone every five years. According to Edmunds.com, a new car loses 11% the minute you leave the lot. During the first five years, it loses 15 to 25% per year. And after five years, the car is worth 37% of what you paid for it at the dealer. Now let's look at opportunity cost. Let's say you invested the $17,804 instead, which works out to $3,560 per year. So if instead of taking that depreciation, if you 
could invest that $3,560 of depreciation per year. If you invested it for 20 years at 10%, it would be $248,238. If you could invest $3,560 per year for 30 years at 10%, it would grow to $706,278. Now again, I'm not talking about you shelling out any cash. This is just money slipping through your fingers. This is the opportunity cost of depreciation where you invest that money instead of have it just disappear because of depreciation. These are the kinds of things that make a difference to your wealth. It's all about the choices that you make. I hope that makes sense. And hopefully you agree that new cars are not helping your wealth. So here's five things you can do. Number one, buy gently used cars in mint condition with low miles. That way, a lot of the depreciation is already gone. And of course, try to buy them sparingly. Keep the car as long as you can. Number two, don't buy new cars until you have achieved your financial goals. Until then, it's not a good investment and the opportunity cost is too high. So someday, yes, you can have a new car, but wait until you've hit your goals to do that because until then, you really want to get the compounding and the time uh, compounding on your side. Number three, don't buy cars that are too expensive. Put a limit on how much you spend and that way you're limiting how much it can depreciate. Number four, listen to my podcast number 10 about cars that last for 250,000 miles. There's several cars that last a longer time than most cars and these can be really good values for you to buy because you can own them longer. And number five, a friend of mine told me some good advice. He said, beware of cars that are coming from Houston. Because of the hurricane in Houston, there's thousands of damaged cars that were damaged in with water that will hit the auction blocks. And most used cars will be fine, but you need to know who owned the car and where the car came from. Make sure it's not something that a dealer bought at an auction that came from the Houston hurricane that had water damage, okay? Because there's literally thousands of cars that are gonna be sold that probably have water damage. So just know who the prior owner was and how long they had the car. Hopefully you can find a one owner car to buy used and you'll be in good shape. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as I have new podcasts available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.